0: Welcome to another episode of Brain Boom with your host, Matt West, where you will hear empowering stories of entrepreneurs, artists, and athletes who trusted the progress.
1: also told, like my, my parents, man, I thank God for them, like, because when I was a kid, bro, like, that's one thing they was a for, like, you get a dollar, put away 50 cents, so you, like, you never know what may happen. You gotta save and have, um, you know, just have some kind of uh, cushion, you know what I'm saying, for, for stuff like this, or anything could happen, you know, especially me working on my hands. I can't break my hand, and then I can't work no more. Like, you know what I mean? So you gotta have things in place to, to help you out, you know? So Yeah, 100% yeah I'm grateful 100%. for
0: that teacher for sure. yeah that's, for sure, man. that's real that's real pop, powerful tell tell me a little bit more about like how you became a barber like what what was that was it in high school was it in junior high was it in college like what, what was what what was that transition like when when you first started like pursuing the path like you know what i I love doing this I love empowering people through making sure that their hair is on point man
1: um Honestly, bro, I, um, I, I, so I started cutting my hair when I was 12. Okay. And um, I, you know, was jacking myself up. I think it's something that, you know, kind of running run the family. I didn't notice it at the time, but I, as I got older, I realized, I'm like, oh, snap. So I didn't know that my grandfather would cut. My father, he would cut our hair sometimes. Um, my uncle had a barbershop in his house. And my great-grandfather was like one of the first black barbers in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, and so, um, well, he had one of the first black barber shops in, in the area or whatever. And, um, you know, it was just something I guess it was in my blood, but I didn't realize it until I got older. Um, I went to college and dropped out. Um, at, well, so I was, like I said, I was cutting my hair at 12, so I was cutting my hair till all this time. And... I started, like, people were saying, like, my hair or whatever. And he was like, hey, you know, who cut you? And I'm like, me. (laughs) So, of course, I got little, you know, more clients that way. But um, I dropped out of college, man, because I was trying to work a nine to five and doing college. And I was just like, this ain't really for me. I got a uh, certificate in business administration. And I was like, all right, cool. I think I I did enough. And then, um, of course, my mom was mad because she's, you know, we don't, she ain't with that dropping out stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was like, nah, you going to college. Like, you, like, that's the way to go, you know. And um, and I was like, I don't know if this is this is my path. So, only thing I was passionate about was cutting hair. I tried uh, retail. Um, I was working with my dad. He had a painting and a maintenance company. Did that from from a kid on 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 out or whatever. You know, whenever he needed me to help, I would do it. Um, I was paperboy man. Um, and you know, what I'm saying like, I just only thing that I was passionate about that I felt like I liked doing was when I cut hair. Uh, so. I went to barber school and edu- educated myself more um, on how to fade. And at that time, uh, Beijing was really, was out already, you know, like, I don't know if you ever heard of that, but it's like a color, a hair color men was getting uh, where it's like, you know, it just makes your, your, your line sharper, you know what I mean? So uh, a lot of guys in Philly would do it and it kind of trickled down to Baltimore um, and a lot of guys was doing it and I do know how to do that, but I knew how to do that in school. So I, I would go to school, and would have, you know, a line of people waiting for me in school, you know what I'm saying, at the barber school. The barber school is just like a barber shop. if people don't know that. Um, right, it's yeah. just like a big barber shop, and you you get people that come in there for $4 haircuts. So I would have all these people, you know what I'm saying, that would, that would be asking for me, because I already knew how to cut a little bit before I got there, like I said, but I need to go get that education. But, um, so I did that, and then uh, from there I started Um, cutting little mo she saw a cut that i did with one of my boys and she started coming to coming to me in barber school and i just from there man it's been history bro yeah
0: what 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 fascinates me the most about your story is a lot of barbers can cut right i mean now i mean the game is the game is super crazy now just with with um instagram now people are like Mm -hmm. blowing up and and the industry just took off right because it's very aesthetic but what, what mm-hmm. what's so powerful with your story is you literally pioneered a, a whole new way of, of going towards making sure that your hair is on point, especially for those that have a receding hairline or maybe mm-hmm. they, they suffer from a medical condition, right? So tell, yep. me, tell, me, tell me more about, because that, that's what I, I would love to hear. Like, tell me more about how that came about.
1: All right. So, I mean, as a barber, man, like you get to the point where um, you cap up as much as, as as far as how much you can make a day. And, you know what I'm saying? You can only cut for so many day, you know, so many hours a day. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I was making good money, but I was starting to get get a little bit bored with it. Um, doing, You know, I've been doing it for a long time and, um, you know, i was like, OK, well, what's next? What's the next move? So crazy thing is. Um, my one of my boys, he hit me up, he's a barber in Chicago, and his wife, she do hair, he, he a barber. So she taught him how to do hair, and like how to do weaves and stuff like that. And um, he he hit me and was like, bro, I'm making like $400 off of one head. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to at the time, the highest price that I was charging was like 30, 35, or something like that for a haircut. So, I was like, man, that's crazy. That you know, what I'm saying, that she's gonna do that. Anyway, I, I I I was telling my girl at the time, I was like, yeah, I'm about to start trying to do hair, or whatever. You know what I mean? And uh she was like, oh heck, no, nah, I don't trust it. now, nah, we're not doing that. we you know, like I don't. These girls gonna be hitting on you and stuff like that. I'm like, oh god, here we go. You know what I'm saying? So I let it go, and I was like, all right, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, so maybe fast forward six months later, man. Um like I said, I'm still praying and like, just trying to figure out what my next move is. I, I love, I'm passionate about hair and barbering. So I was like, I'm not about to just stop, you know what I mean? But I'm just like, I wanna I want to know how can I add to my services? How can I add to what I'm doing or whatever? And um, so this young lady at the shop, um, cause I, I, at the time I only had one barber shop. And so um, that, I, that I owned and um, she was one of my people there. She pulled out this hair, uh, her name was Brittany, she pulled out this hair, and um, it was adding to people's dreads, so they, their dreads would be falling out, she would give them more dreads, you know? So I was like, wait, I didn't even know they sold, like, Afro hair, you know, I'm just used to seeing weaves and, like, long hair, like, the silky Brazilian stuff, so I'm like, they sell Afro hair, like, like like not nappy hair? She was like, yeah, I get it from the store, or whatever, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So. Um, of course, I've seen two pays and different things before, you know, on, on older guys and stuff like that. They never look nice. They never look good. And um, I, you know, I was just like, well, there's got, to, there has to be a way that I can do this for guys. Um, like you put on this Afro hair. I had one of my boys. Name was um, his Elliot. So he ended up walking around the shop with that, with that Afro hair. He bald. He get a bald head, but he a clown. Like he just funny here comedian. So like he just walking around the hair, the shop with the um, with that hair on his head it was like bro i'm about to get hair you know what i'm saying and like (laughs) he he, we tried to i I tried to like uh spritz it and 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 put it on his head and let it stay we gave him like an afro like a hot top thing and i was like yo it has to be a way that we can like this stay like i don't know how are we gonna get this to stay like you know what i'm saying and like it just she was like, well, maybe you can do a sewing, like get somebody that you can sew, to, sew, sew it to their hair or something like that. So we're trying to figure stuff out, right? Um, I ended up doing one guy. I had another client who was, had his receding. He had, uh, his crown is receding. And um, I sewed that Afro hair to his head that we did it a certain way or whatever, like, you know, like braided it and put the net and do all this stuff anyway. Anyway, I threw it on the gram. It went viral. Um, and <laughs> yeah, bro, it the rest was history from there, bro. Like, because and then, like, I don't know, people was like, Yo, this is witch, this is witchcraft. What did you pick the hair <laughs> from the ground and put it on his head and stuff like that, or whatever? So it just intrigued me even more. And then, like, after that, man, um, I went to a hairstylist, um, in Atlanta and you know he taught me his his technique he was like a uh, he's not really a barber he really a, he's really more of a hair stylist and he taught me his technique man and then from there man it things things just kind of blew just blew up man it just blew up and i was like this is this is the answer to my prayer right here and it's not only just about the money it was about the impact that i was able to make because <clears throat> i have people that come to me and have cancer alopecia lupus um you know kids not even just adults and older people man i have p- kids as 12 and 13 years old have lost their head at alopecia they're getting teased in school and different things like that man and it's um you know it's, it's it's a rewarding feeling man just to have people come in and leave out this leave out a whole totally changed person countenance and their their confidence is through the roof at this point and you know people crying in my chair just because they're so excited about like how they look now because they suffer from depression or whatever because they lost their hair um, and, and, you know, just, just the, the countless stories, man, like I have, even I also do women and just, you know, they just telling me, hey, like literally crying to say, this is the most beautiful I ever felt in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it brings tears to my eyes, just saying like, man, like, I've stumbled across this and the impact that is made is just unbelievable, bro. Like, to get the money, like, of course, the money is, is amazing, too. The most money I've ever made in my life, but the impact that up there has made is just like, wow, bro. Like this really makes me feel like I'm walking in my purpose. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, i really like doing what I was really called to do. I I had to go through some things to get to this point. Like, you know, I had to find out, okay, I, I school wasn't for me. You know, I learned what I needed to learn from there. Uh, you know, trying to work all these other jobs or whatever, but I had to go through all that to get to this point. So I can, you know, appreciate it. Uh, you know, I feel like uh, even more, you know what I mean? So I'm grateful, bro, for sure.
0: Yeah, that that gratitude of being able to be aligned with your purpose, like that that right there is powerful. Tell me, Wade, where where was those moments where you were faced with obstacles? Because I you shared a little bit about, I know your mom, because that's like outside influence, right? Your mom is pushing, like, no, you need to go to school, you need to go get a job, like this is the path. Like, how were you able to overcome that outside voice of your family kind of pushing that towards what you didn't align your, your 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 true passion.
1: So this is the thing, man. Uh, my family, we're also people of faith, you know what I'm saying? I was raised in this thing. My parents are actually pastors as well. Um, uh, my mom is the pastor of our church. And, uh, you know, I believe that everything happens, you know, uh, how God intends and You know, our paths and our steps are ordered. And so this is the thing, you know, I believe that whatever decision I make, long as i try to acknowledge god and like you know what i'm saying follow my what i feel what i'm called to do it's going to work out for me whether it is one way or another you know what i'm saying and so like um uh, even though my mom didn't want me to not drop out of school she once she found out that i went to barber school she's like okay well at least you're doing something you know what i'm saying um but i'm a i'm a i'm a type of dude like i don't i'm not easily influenced by what people say you know i'm a strong headed kind of guy you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like you know i didn't even though i want to please my parents but at the same time um i don't live for them so it's kind of like i got i i, I kind of you know it was like a tug of war but at the same time I'm like right, i i got to do what i feel led to do you know what i'm saying um but i think some of the most challenging times and uh, you know in my life were were probably more so um you know after Having um, uh, two shops, like I, I own two shops, but having barbers leave. You know, um, I went. You know, like you, you you train people up. You give them everything that you have. Give them clients. You teach them the ropes and stuff like that. And then they just you, you walk in the shop and all they got all their stuff gone. You know, they they just leave. You don't even give you no, no no warning. You know, uh, another challenge at time was when I lost my dad. You know what I mean? Uh, randomly, I just seen him that morning. I get a call at work at the shop, Hey, come home, It's dad. I get home. They carry my man on the stretcher. You know what I'm saying. uh, another shot time, <laughs> you know like uh, uh was you know getting personal on I me mean, like when i went I, I went through a divorce before as well, you know what I mean, I've been through a lot of stuff, and I think that all these things, even my mom my mom had cancer, and i I talk about her as well because. I had to even give my service, do my service on my mom because she had cancer and lost all her hair, bro. That was one of the hardest times I ever had to go through was, um, you know, her hair's falling out in the pillow from radiation and chemo. And so she's tired of it falling out and waking up, it being so traumatic every morning, hair falling out. So I had to cut all her hair off. You know, she had long hair, man, um, and cut her hair off. And I ended up, I've been, you know, I ended up having to do over time. She was like, wearing wigs or whatever, but I ended up after that, cause today, to, still to this day, she does not grow hair. Um, so maybe about a couple years ago, I started doing the units for her, you know what I mean? And just seeing how she loved, she loved that, that you know, the, the the transformation as well, man, opposed to her wigs that she was wearing, you know? And so, um, you know, these are all hard times, but I, I, I said it to say, I feel like I had to go through a lot of different things in order to appreciate and to get to where I am today. Um, You know, a lot of times your worst happens before your greatest blessings, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, so me going through a divorce, me losing my dad, me losing, um, uh, um, you know, employees and different people like that or whatever. I had to get to the place where, you know what I'm saying? I really trust God. I'm a man of faith. And like, so sometimes God has things happen to you. It's not to break you. But it's really to build you, build you up, and to make you stronger. And so it's like I had to go through that, and then once you passed it with flying colors, you passed that test, and, and God has, you know, um, uh, you know, grew, grew, groomed you and matured you. You know what I mean? Now it's like the blessings come. So last year was probably the best year of my life, where it's uh, as far as like a business. Um, I would say the last two years, honestly. Um, business and um just 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 the exposure that i had man and just even the happiness and the joy that i've had in the last you know the last two years have been great like i've n- never made this much money man um and to this day right now bro i don't know one barber that has had more exposure than i have you know what i'm saying the last two years bro like i've been on espn um i've been on hbo i've been on Rachel Ray show i've been on, uh, on tv one i've been on uh yeah, I was just recently on uh, on the real, the talk show, the real, the daytime talk show. Um, like, I just had an interview with the New York, T- the New York Times uh, guy. <laughs> like, Good Morning America. Uh, my they they playing my LinkedIn special, my LinkedIn doc- documentary. They did a documentary on me on all Delta flights, man. Like, and just I'm i have like I've not seen one one barber have that exposure, and I know God had that happen for me because of what I had to go through, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not to keep me there, you know what I'm saying, and make me an example because I understand my purpose and understand why I'm here. It's not, it's greater than me. Like I'm here to, to, to pave the way for other barbers and let them know, hey, you can do the same thing. Um, you know what I'm saying? And just being an example and making the impact. You know what I mean? It's deeper than money and exposure, man. It's just like, I understand what I'm really here for. You know what I'm saying? It's really about impact and to help other people. Um, and you know what I'm saying? It's to encourage other people as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I couldn't go, I couldn't handle this place where I'm at now if I didn't go through other stuff. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people have talent, but your, your talent is not enough to keep you in, 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 a, in, a, in a higher position. You have to have integrity. You gotta make sure it's your characters to, together. You also have to be, you know what I'm saying, deal with your stuff. And I, I have my book out as well and I talk about the keys to success, man. Like, it's, 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 it's a lot of things and a lot of components. You know what I'm saying? You can, success is deeper than money. It's like really dealing with you and understanding who you are, and 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 being the best version of yourself and getting your character in line. Um, so that when you have success and when you have um, celebrity or you have a, 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 a status, you know what to do with it. You don't lose your mind. And a lot of people, they have, you know, things happen for them and then they lose themselves. They're they on drugs, they're drinking all the time, and they don't know how to handle the place that they're in you know, to the public guys, like, oh, you're doing you're doing so great, you're doing amazing. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you ain't dealt with your stuff and there's so many complications and things that happen, you know what I'm saying? Cause spiritually you haven't like you haven't really, you know, got to that place spiritually that you need to be, you know, you don't know how to handle it. So it's like I know I had to go through what I had to go through to get to where I'm at now. I know I just talked a whole lot, but, no, I,
0: Yeah, I I agree, man. You hit it, you like I agree with you 100 percent And then even on the flip side that time where right like you're talented you you're you're moving towards your purpose you're you're doing all the work but you're not really receiving the income you're not really receiving the recognition you're not really really uh, having people notice your value your worth that's the mm-hmm. time where you got to have 100% faith too cuz yeah. in, in, in preparation like you weren't doing all that work right all that time you were grinding you were doing work you were making connections and and things weren't like moving at the pace that you want. A, le- a lot of people get stuck, like they want, it- they want it to happen on their time. But like you said, it- it's it when it- when there's a bigger vision, when there's a bigger purpose, it's gonna happen at the right time and everything's right. gonna fall and everything's gonna happen at the right time. Not your time, but at the right yep. time.
1: The right time, so yeah. I-
0: and that's the thing.
1: I think a lot of us, man, you know, we are focused on the wrong thing. People focusing on trying to be famous people focus on oh, I want my name to be great nah man get in the trenches and just do what you call to do don't even let that be a uh motivation to be I, brother because i'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm be honest I've never thought about being nobody celebrity barber like even when I started cutting a uh, little mo in barber school I didn't get into this to be no celebrity barber I didn't even know what a celebrity barber was you know and Even now, like I never saw myself on TV. I never. This is not a goal of mine to be on TV or to be famous or people to be knowing me when I when I'm in the street and coming to me, like, "Hey, you wait, Bob, you that Bobby that do the weed, You know what I'm saying? Like, I never thought this was even a thing. No, I just know that my passion was cutting hair, and I just (laughs) wanted to make money and help people. That's it. You know. And so when, so those who this is your focus. I think that you can you can reach a certain level faster because that's not your motivation. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like you, we are sometimes our priorities in the wrong place. It's like your 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 priority should be following your passion and just helping people making your money. But too many people focus on oh I want to do this video so I can get famous real quick. You know what I mean? Or I want to do this so I can you know. And and a lot of people are like they it's by any means necessary. We out here just doing anything to, to get famous to get recognized or uh doing anything whether it's illegal or not like to get money you know what i'm saying so it's like when you when you when you do stuff the right way and your focus is in the right position then a lot of things can really take off for you i believe that